Welcome to The Herd Mentality, an eclectic weekly mix of atheistic and humanistic conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, get an interesting conversation for you to listen to. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, at Adam Reeks on Twitter, and it's time to meet our guests. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality Kids Edition. And with me, I have three extra special guests. They're the most important guests I think we've had on the show so far. I think we've got Aura here. And where are you from, Aura? Michigan. Michigan. We've had some people on the show from Michigan before. What's it like in Michigan at the moment? What's the weather like? At this time of year, it's awfully rainy. Yeah? Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's the opposite here in, in Australia, because I live in Sydney. Do you know what's in Sydney? No. You don't know anything about Sydney at all? Mm-mm. Well, we'd better go over to our other guests who are brother and sister. We have Lucy and Oliver. Hello. Hello. Whereabouts are you guys from? Um, okay. Brisbane. Brisbane. Mm. Do you know what I call Brisbane? I call it Brisneyland. Sounds a bit more fun than just Brisbane, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Most of us here are from Australia. We're all on here today to talk about how we make decisions. So we've got Aura, Lucy and Oliver. We know where you're from now. What I wanted to do was ask you, what do you get taught at school about making decisions? Lucy? Um, When I make decisions at school, I always always want other people to agree with me. Right. And Oliver, what about you? Well, when I make decisions at school, I always try and think, if I'm right before I write down or say anything. Right, so you do a bit of homework, a little bit of thinking before you make a decision. Yeah. Yeah? Aura, what about you over in Michigan? How do they teach you to make a decision? Well, I always make sure that they're, like, good decisions, so I make good decisions. Yeah, so you think about how it affects other people? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to make a decision, don't you? Do they teach you about God at school, Aura? No. Okay, what sort of school do you go to? Is it a, is it a, a public school? Yeah. Yeah? How old are you? Um, seven and three quarters. Seven, that, well, that's, it's a very good age. I'm 31 and two quarters. What's two quarters? One half. That's right. You win a prize. I made that up. There's no prizes on this show. And Lucy and Oliver, do they teach you at all about God in your schools? Yes. Hmm? Yeah. Because what? we go to St. Edward's. Right. So that's a, is that a Catholic school? Yes. What do they teach you about God? Um, well, they teach us that God made the earth and that God made Adam and Eve, the two first people. Yeah? What else do they teach and you? Because they, they're Catholic, um, sometimes we sing some songs. Yeah? That sounds like fun. I love singing. Me too. Yeah? What sort of songs do you sing? Um, like a song called Die Word and... Oh, these are the ones. So when they teach you about God at your school and they teach you about Adam and Eve, they, t- they tell you about the stories that happened? Yeah. Yeah? They teach you about Noah and the ark? Yes. yes. We some- And we sometimes watch some of that in our classrooms. Right. So they have videos for it, do they? Mm. Do you get to ask questions? I... Not really in church, but in class we sometimes do about all our stuff. Yeah. And actually sometimes we do work, and when we do work, sometimes one of my teachers reads a book to us and we've got to 
write it down in a best possible way and we're allowed to ask questions about what happened. Mm. What do you think about the word believe? Mm. You understand what that means, to believe something? Yeah. Mm. And Aura, you know what the word is to, to believe something? Kind of. Kind of. So let's let's take, for example, that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Do you believe the sun's going to come up tomorrow? Yeah. Why? Because it always does. Because it always does. And do, they, do people tell you that it's going to come up tomorrow? Or is that something that you can, you can test for yourself? I can test for myself. That's right. So you can make a decision. You can, you can believe that something's going to happen because you have the information. I was going to ask Lucy and Oliver when they talk about, uh, say, the ark at school, because I, I assume you know about the ark as well, Aura? No, yeah. No, I read, the ark? It, read a book um, in my first grade class. About it. It says it's called Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. Or do you believe that that's possible? That they get all of the animals from around the world on a single boat? I don't think it would be possible. What about you, Lucy and Oliver? Yeah, if they, I think so. If they had a big enough ark, it would be um, about, I don't know. It would have to be really big, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be really big and then they'll have to have all the cages for the animals to go in so they can't fight other animals or anything And actually that. also a- they'd have to remember they'd need space for the food. Yeah, for, for a whole year. That's a lot of space, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So do you believe that it actually happened? Yes. Yeah? No. You don't? So, Aura, you don't. What about you, Lucy? Um... I may I sometimes don't and I I like I believe in both of them. I don't know. So you haven't quite made your your decision yet. Yeah. So how could you make a decision? How could you make a really good decision about whether this was true? Because a lot of years ago some places were really Jerusalem mm-hmm. were really hot where they didn't have much water, but in um, other places, they had lots of water. So you think the flood could happen? Yeah. yeah. Which place it is in. It depends where it is. Do you think we could do an experiment to see if we could get all the animals on a single boat? Mm, no. No. Well, I have an origami book at my house, but I'm at, like, my Oma and Opa's house. So but I have an origami and at the very last page, it tells you how to do an origami arc. And then on the rest of the pages, it, pages, it has like animals. So I could probably do the experiment. Okay, so there's a lot of animals though. How many animals do you think they get on the arc? Well, in the book, it said two of each animal all around the world. Right. That's still a lot of animals. There must be thousands of animals. Yeah. So the boat would have to be huge. It's an interesting question. So what we can do here is a thought experiment. So you know how you do a real experiment, take some chemicals and make a potion and and find out what the reactions are? What we can do is make a thought experiment and use our minds to do the experiment in there. And we can test things. So what we can do is say, okay, this boat was 200 metres long, for example. Now, a boat that's 200 metres long isn't actually a very big boat. It's really quite small. And yet, how big's an elephant? Aura, how, do you, how big do you think an elephant is? Um, I don't really know. Lucy? Um, 
I think it's mostly medium and maybe Oliver will know because once Oliver was on the elephant, I think, or he saw an elephant. He saw an elephant. Oliver, what? how big is an elephant? It's around the length of a car mm-hmm. and its height is about two times, two or four times the size of me. Right. Well, you sound like you're very tall. Because elephants are really, really big. Yeah, I know. So what I'd suggest, when you hear something like this, when you hear a story, you can do the experiment in your mind and you can you can arrive at a decision and make a belief about whether or not you think it might be true. Actually, it wouldn't actually be too much because you have to remember that you can't count the animals that actually live in the water. Can't count the alligators and that stuff, the freshwater alligators. Because they can swim. Yeah, they live in the water. Hmm, okay. Let's talk a bit about God. So, Aura, do you believe in a God? I'm still trying to decide. Okay, and your parents are helping you or they let you do whatever you want? Yeah, my mom wrote a book. It's like, it's about religion, all the religions. Mm -hmm. She did some research and wrote about it and... I'm reading it. It's a big book? Um, it's a chapter book. Yeah. What's it called? Um, I forgot. (laughs) It's no problem. We'll find out maybe a bit later in the show. Were you experimenting with a different type of religion? Hindu. Hindu. Were you a Hindu for a little while? Um. What do you know about Hindus? That they believe in reborn. Yeah. Do you believe in that? I'm still making... I kind of... Do you kind of believe? Do you do you want to believe it's true? Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice idea, isn't it? Believing that mm. you can come back or you're, you know, you were a different animal before. I think that's a fun idea. To, it's another thought experiment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how I make decisions and then we'll talk about something else. And it's very similar to the way that you guys make decisions. So when someone tells me a story <laughs> like the uh, the Noah's Ark one, I listen to it, I I think about it. And I question it. I ask lots of questions. So is it possible? And I did some homework on it as well. And I found that it it wouldn't be possible to get all of those animals on a single boat. So based on that, I decided that I, I don't believe that. But that's only my opinion. So what I'd suggest is you'd look into it and keep working on it until you make a decision yourself. And that decision is going to be right for you. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. What about your parents? Lucy, what do your mum and dad believe? Um, my mummy doesn't believe in God and my daddy doesn't really know. He believes in both. He believes that there could be a God or there might not be a God. So he, he's, he hasn't made his decision? Is that what you're saying? Uh, actually, daddy does believe in a God. Okay, what sort of God? Well, Christian God. Ah, the Christian God. Yeah, yeah, the normal Catholic Yeah, girl. and that's why you're at a Catholic school? Yeah. 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 So, do your mummy and daddy talk about it? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if Ollie, me and Ollie ask them something about that, and then they'll tell us and we'll... And, but unless then that, we don't really talk about it. Yeah. So, you... You're able to ask a question to both parents and they can and then they can give you an answer and then you can make your own mind up? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's a good way to be? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good way to be as well because it gives you a lot of information. You can make a really good decision then. And 
also, we're not supposed to do anything. Yeah. I think our God says that we're allowed to believe in anything we <laughs> like. So there's no problem if you believe it, don't believe in God or if you believe in the Catholic God. Yeah. What about other gods? Have you heard about any other gods? Yes. yes. Tell, I've tell heard me about of those. The sun god Ra. The sun god Ra. Yes, that's an Egyptian one, isn't it? Yeah. And do you think that's a real god too? Uh, no. No, I'm just, I don't think so. Egyptians were alive a long time ago, and this was only like um, thousands of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So that god so, that god doesn't exist, you think? So they could they would believe in pretty much anything because we we're in the to them we're in the future. We've discovered a lot more, so we don't believe in. I don't believe in a sun god. Yeah. I believe in a sun god because where did all the Egyptians go when they died? I don't know. You tell me. Um, heaven. heaven. The they need to go to heaven what? where God is. Thank God. <laughs> no, well, I now destroy the, um, the Egyptians. The Egyptian mummies were put in, they were rubbed in special cream, wrapped in some special paper, and buried with all their treasures in a special pyramid. Mm-hmm. And they also had sphinxes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that process is called when they wrap them up? No. It's called embalming. It's when you pres- oh, yeah. you preserve a body. I think I've heard of that. Hmm. What about you, Aura? What about your parents? So you said your mum wrote a book about not believing in God. What does your dad think? Actually, um, she wrote about all the religions, but my mum and dad are atheists, which means they don't believe in God because it's just a Bible. Yeah, and did you were you able to come to that decision yourself? Did they give you information about the Bible as well? Um, actually, no, they no. didn't. Did you do some research on the Bible? No, I'm not really interested. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a strange book. It's a very old book. Yeah, my friend Silas, he has like I don't know if it's the real Bible or not, but he has like a Bible. Yeah, about and, it, and he believes in a God. I don't know. Do you think you'll ask him? Well, I never have the chance to ask him because he isn't in my class and I don't really usually see him at recess. Oh, okay. Lucy and Oliver, you heard that word atheist. And do you know what that means? It means that it's a group of people that don't believe in God. Yeah. And do you think that's okay? Yes. Yeah? It's it's everyone's own decision? Yeah, Yeah, like I said earlier... I believe that our God says that we're allowed to believe in anything. (laughs) You've got a very good God. (laughs) Oliver was very young. He didn't think the the Bible was called Bible. He thought it was called Vival. Vival? Yeah, Oli thought it was Bible when he was young. Yeah, (laughs) I only discovered that it was Bible in grade two. Right. Have you guys read some of the Bible? Uh, yes. Yes, I've heard about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Tax collector? Right. So what happened there? Uh, well, Zacchaeus is a ta- was a tax collector, and he collected taxes. Deeper come.
waves of the universe. And once Jesus came to the town and invited Zacchaeus into and allowed Jesus into his house. And after that, because he was so happy that Jesus had visited, he gave half of his property to the poor and people he had cheated on. Hmm. Do you think it's a good story? Yeah. 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 Do you think you can take something away from that and, and use it yourself? Mm, nah. So you don't want to be a tax collector when you grow up, Oliver? No. <laughs> Me either. I've made up my mind what I'm going to be. What are you going to be? Well, I was thinking sort of an accountant. Oh, very exciting work. I want to be one of the people that go onto the planes every day and they give out the food to people. Okay, that's called an air hostess. You get to go to lots of different countries when you do that. Yeah. What about you, Aura? What are you going to be when you grow up? Mm, I change my mind time to time, so I'm still thinking. You've got a lot of time but to decide. Right now, I just want to be a pet groomer. A pet groomer? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, my cat needs to be combed. She needs to be brushed. So there's some work over here in Australia. <laughs> it's not full time. It only happens once a year. Hey, guys, what do you think happens after we die? Our bodies get buried and we go, and our souls go into heaven. Okay. I, I think that when we die, um, we get buried too, but our spirits go up to heaven. Okay, so spirits and souls, yeah? Aura? Well, you can also get cooked, and then the person that's still alive in that family can keep your ashes, which is really just the bone ash. Mm-hmm. So you can also get cooked in an oven, mm-hmm. not just buried. That's true. That's called I cremation. in the Philippines, they collect the dead bones of people and pile them up and after the, every person that has a person with a dead bone in there goes around the pile of bones and prays to the bones. Sounds interesting. That I heard that's what happens in the Philippines. Right. And do you believe that? Where did you hear this from? Oh, school. Somebody yeah. brought it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, what's a soul? A uh, soul is the part of your body, like, it's kind of like a ghost, but a good ghost. Mm-hmm. And also, the, your spirit is the part that keeps, is actually makes you yourself. Right. You wouldn't be yourself without your spirit. You, you couldn't be able to do anything without your spirit. Okay. Is it, is it a physical part of the body? No. You can't see your spirit. Okay. Yeah, you can't see your spirit. It's okay. like so invisible. Can, so can we test it? Can we find if there is a spirit? Uh, no. no, because then we would have to cut into our bodies and then have this really good... Um, Polka device thing. But you know... Yeah, polka device thing that you look through and then you can see it. Right. And where would it be in the body? Um, Oh, mostly... Pretty much everywhere. Just to make you do what you do. Yeah, it it spreads your whole body. That's really interesting. What about you, Aura? What do you think about spirits? 
I don't know. That's, a, that's really a good answer too. See, I, I like saying I don't know. Whenever anyone asks me a question and I don't know the answer, it's the first thing I say. Because if I don't know, then I don't make anything up. I try not to. And if it's an important question, I'll go and read about it. Do you guys do the same thing? Um, if it's an important question, like, is the big spider the female or the male, I'd read about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I like learning about animal facts. Mm-hmm. So, if it's about kind, mostly about animals, I'd either look it up or read about it. Hmm. So you go to the library or, or look on the internet? No, I've actually got um, a book. Yeah, it tells you about all the animals in rainforest, desert, coast, and all of them. We have finished our books and there's 108 cards all together. Wow. And I have one, say, it's called the Green Jumping Spider, and there's a question on it. Ask, and you ask somebody else, and do you say, you say, how can you tell the difference between a green jumping spider, girl jumping spider, or the boy or, jumping spider, or a girl jumping spider? Hmm. What's and the difference? The difference hey, is, I want to tell, and because <laughs> they have a, because the females have a white mask Not over the, their faces. The female. The female one is actually the green one. The the male is actually usually the smaller one. Hmm. It's not the same with people, is it? Because normally men are a little bit taller and bigger than women, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hey, I was going to ask you guys, because I asked you about heaven, so that's what happens after we die. What do you think happens before we were born? Um, I think because men and ladies, when they get married the baby first they have their baby gets bigger and bigger which makes their big tummy and when they're so big that they can't fit anymore they come out is that when the soul is is started um no i think the soul starts before we're born yeah that when your mother and father marry that's when your soul starts okay or your spirit a good answer. Or do you have any thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> You're very thoughtful. You're very thoughtful. I know it sounds like you really gave that a good shot before you came to that conclusion. <laughs> okay. Well, we might finish up soon. Is there anything else you want to tell me about? I have a question. Yeah, lay it on me. How did religion start? How did religion start? Like all the religions. Ooh. Well, let's ask Lucy. How do you think a religion starts? Um, religion starts because sometimes that's their Lord. They can't believe in God or something like that. Uh, I think a religion starts by a group of people believing in something and then telling other people about it. Mm, so does that make it true? No, not always. Mm, but sometimes it does. Sometimes. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree with Lucy and uh, Oliver. I think that it's people who don't really understand a lot about the world because they didn't have science back then or they didn't have good science. And so they made some stories to try and explain the world around them. What do you think about that, Aura? Okay. (laughs) 
Do you think that's fair? Yeah. Did you have any other questions? Um, I want to speak about past toys and, um, in the past, right, way, way in the past, there was two-sided dolls because the brown people had to work for the white people and the little girls that were brown, they had a doll that was, that was brown and then their mother and then every time the white people saw them hugging a brown one they would throw it into the fire or something. The mothers made up this really good idea by making a two-sided doll. First they could cuddle the brown one and when they see the white people they turn it over and they'll be white and then they'll be they'll pretend they're hugging the white ones and then they won't throw it into the fire. It sounds like a sad story. Mm. You wouldn't want somebody to throw your dolls in the fire, would you? No. Would would you do that to somebody else? No. And um, I learned this from when at school we have an after-school care. If your mother and father are a bit late, so you stay there. And a lady who had very old toys came there and we got to play with some of them and she told us about some of them. There was like olden day bicycles and sometimes boys had to her, because boys, if you were very poor, boys had to wear girls' uniform. Boys had to wear um, dresses and all of that. Sounds a bit strange. Because they couldn't afford to make all different clothes each day. All right, guys. So last chance, have you got any more questions? I would do this again. <laughs> you wouldn't do it again? I want to. Oh, you want to? Oh, well, that's good. Did you have fun? Yeah. What did you learn? I learned more um, from Oliver and Lucy. Yeah? So you've got mm-hmm. some friends in Australia now. Mm-hmm. We might be able to swap some emails after the show and you can keep in touch. That sounds good. Yeah. You'll, we'll have a chat with the mums. The mums can handle all that. They can be your secretaries. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun? Yeah. <laughs> all right. And Oliver and Lucy, did you learn some things? Um. Not really. We just were the ones really answering stuff sometimes. Um, <laughs> Correct answer. I did learn a couple of things. Yeah? Like, I, I knew how how Noah's Ark would have to be, like, massive to fit every animal in it. Mm-hmm. But then I discovered that you wouldn't have to put all of the animals on it because... There's heaps of sea creatures. Hmm. I think it's more for us to think about. I think you should have a chat about it with your mum and your sister afterwards. See and what, see what they think. And Oliver got some origami things too, so we might be able to make um, some of that. Hey, that sounds like a good experiment. Make a boat and see if you yeah, can get all the animals boat. on there. I think you'll be very busy for the next three years. It's a lot of homework. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming on The Herd Mentality. So I'll say goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Herd Mentality bonus material with parents. Hello. 
Hello. I've got <laughs> at Bernadette Chin and at A M A D R I A N S O N. Yes. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. <laughs> so to, got, uh, pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, but yeah, the short story is your, your names are Bernadette and Aubrey. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. How did that go? Happy with that? Best of luck editing that one, Adam. <laughs> well, it's certainly going to be easier than editing Dan Arell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was really petrified. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, uh, was there anything you guys wanted to add? No, uh, it was just interesting that you um, asked her questions that uh, we haven't even um, broached with her yet. Like, we've never talked about the soul. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she had no idea how to answer that. <laughs> but you know what she gave me? A correct it, answer. No. Yeah, a really good answer. Yeah, it was good because she didn't know, but it was just funny to look on her and watching the look on her <laughs> So Aura doesn't go to a religious school? No, no. She goes to a public school, and they're, by law, they're not allowed to talk about religion. Unless, of course, you're in Texas, in which case they, uh, they can teach well, yeah, you anything they, you they want. Well, yeah, they break the law a lot, uh, <laughs> but not in the north. In the north, they're a little bit more protected. Yeah, but um, that's, that's reassuring. I make it known that uh, at my husband and I are atheists. At the beginning of the year, I... Um, let the teachers know that I, I'm watching them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we've got, I, our kids I, are wearing wires. I expect them to, to, um, keep the religion at home and I, and I make that very clear that you, know, you are teaching in a public school and you cannot bring your religion into the school. And so far that's worked out well. I'm sure at some point I'll get some kickback though. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, you've got to be careful how you play your cards, especially in the States. We wouldn't have that issue here in Australia. A, because, well, you'd have to struggle to find a public school that would have anyone talking about religion at all. I mean, things have changed since I went to primary school, because we used to have scripture once a week for an hour on Wednesdays. Even back then, I thought, oh, good God, <laughs> this this just doesn't make sense. So, we never no, not, not when I was a kid, we didn't have that. Mm. What are your thoughts um, on you? I mean, you've obviously made the decision to send your kids to a, a Catholic school. Yeah, well, I'm fairly newly atheist. It's just been a year. So that's something that I've struggled with since I've become atheist, just going to church or the liturgy and thinking that the church is going to um, break down on me, like fall down on me, just, you know, and things like I, I know the whole Catholic scenario. I know how to do all of the prayers and everything and it was really difficult at first when I went, hang on, do, do I actually still continue doing the motions because I've committed to sending my children to a Catholic school or do I just stand there and not do you know, the prayers and stuff because I actually don't believe it. So mm. that, that's been quite the struggle for me so and, and how's it been with your husband oh uh, as far as me being atheist yeah he reckons i'm a militant atheist <laughs> <laughs> he's been respectful hmm. of it you know and i respect the fact that he still chooses to believe in a god hmm. but he's just he's just sitting near me actually so i can't stop laughing looking at him. <laughs> um yeah so it's it's an interesting household because the children bring up questions and we'll then answer them according to what we believe. So the children quite often get fed two different lots of information. And yeah, they, well, I, they, I gathered just, that from the conversation. <laughs> they just make their mind up accordingly, you know. Mm. And at that age, from all of the babble you heard from the kids anyway, that um, <laughs> there's garbled information that comes out of their mouth and that's going on in their heads, you know. So hopefully when they become adults, they'll decide... What themselves. they think is right. Yeah. 
uh, I think the, the critical thinking tools are what's important. Not not so much the stories, yeah, but the ability to take the information and decide what to keep and what to discard. I, I hope I, that that's something they'll be able to pick up and take away from their education. And that's the one of the things that with with regards to religion, you know, at the school, all of the parables and all of the stories that they tell the kids, even though they say that it's real, but it's actually the the message that's being brought across be kind to one another and things like that that is what I enjoy the kids getting out of school you know mm. it, it's a very loving community and it's sort of that's one thing where I go okay I'm not going to change the kids out of the school even though I don't believe in a god because the message that they're getting is still one of kind and love and acceptance and things like that mm. if that makes sense absolutely Absolutely. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Because I think they'll turn this into bonus material at the end. Just a little debrief with the parents to make sure, you know, legal disclaimers and so forth. You know, I didn't go and find these kids in a park somewhere. And... Is there anything you want to know? <laughs> Pardon? Is there anything that you want to know? I wanted to know about your book. When um, my daughter started uh, preschool, she started getting fed a lot of religious ideas, and I really wasn't ready for it. And so I... Um, picked up A Guide to Raising Free Thinkers by uh, Dale McGowan. Ah, yes. A fine book. And um, in there, he advocated uh, for uh, teaching re- uh, children about religion, uh, specifically comparative you know, religion, uh, all, about all the different kinds of religion. Uh, but I realized that I really didn't know that much. Uh, so I started doing research so that I could talk to them about it. And then I just put all that research into a book and attempted to... Sell it. (laughs) Is it available? Um, It is available um, on my website. Uh, It's called um, The Secular Parent's Guide to Teaching Religion. Mm -hmm. And in it is just, you know, basic information about the three Abrahamic religions and then Hinduism and Buddhism. And then also like conversation questions, you know, questions you can ask your children to get them thinking critically and also different project ideas. And the project ideas are supposed to also encourage conversation. Yeah. Any origami arts in there? Uh, No, no. (laughs) It would be for the first revision, maybe. (laughs) She really likes origami. (laughs) Lucy was beside herself to hear that your daughter had um, an Oma and an Opa. Because yes, my uh, children do as well. Yes, uh, my um, grandmother is German. She immigrated here. So we do uh, use Oma and Opa to refer to my mother and my stepfather. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, my parents are Austrian. So, yes, then my children have an Oma and an Opa as well. Hmm. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, I have neither. I don't have any kids and I've got no dolls that I'm prepared to go on the record about. <laughs> Uh, so where can we get your book? Well, it's on my website. It's called Being Atheist in a Christian America. and But I'm actually undergoing major website renovations. It's still there. You can still find it there. And that you can download it for free or you can buy a print copy from the book patch. Mm-hmm. And there's links to all those things um, on so, my so website. So where's the website? What's the website address? It's beingatheistinachristianusa.org. Right. And under publications, you can find it. Cool. Uh, But that will change soon because I I recently moved my blog over to secular programming. And I I moved the name with it so that I feel like I can't hold on to that um, domain name anymore because I gave it to secular programming. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, I still have the domain name is still there um, and you can and you can find the book there. Cool. 
Okay, guys, thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, allowing me access to your kids. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. It was awesome. I look forward to hearing it. Cheers, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. Herd mentalists, hear me. Did you know that if only 2% of the people who listen to the show were to donate $2 a month at herdmentalitypodcast.com, I would be able to do this full-time and get paid and donate to charity. If you enjoy the show, please consider heading to the website. All the best.